Could parenting a bright but strong-willed 14-year-old boy become soul work? Those of us with teenagers know how our kids can turn us inside out. This last year, my husband and I were particularly challenged by helping our son make the transition from eighth grade to high school. Thankfully, this coincided with me joining the Wellspring program, which became the place where every two weeks I could bring my fears, my doubts, and frustrations about parenting my son, where I could do the soul work I needed to do to face this new challenge. I brought to my group my disappointment about my son's behavior at school and why he didn't seem to care enough. The more he pushed against me, the more panicky I felt inside. Was he going to live up to his potential? What about his future? Wellspring helped open up a space for me to begin to examine my part in my son's stress, anxiety, and resistance. Slowly through the year, seeds of wisdom were planted, like the week we studied Buddhism. Buddhism teaches that life inevitably includes suffering, loss, disease, loneliness, and disappointments. Yet much of our suffering comes from the inner dialogue that runs through our minds. We ruminate over the past, living in dread of future developments that may never occur. Oh boy, was I ruminating about all the parenting decisions in the past that could have been different, and I was definitely catastrophizing about the future. Would his grades in high, high school be okay? Would this affect his college options? And so on and so on. I was afraid his bright light wouldn't shine. The job of parenting, as my wise spiritual director reminded me, is to fertilize the soil, not to grow a specific type of tree or plant. And here I was trying to make, turn my son into a bonsai tree instead of letting him grow into the tall, strong oak or maple. The Wellspring group members don't give advice, as our covenant states. There is to be no fixing, saving, or setting each other straight. Rather, the group helped me find my own truth by giving me the space and time to speak without interruption and to let my story unfold. It allowed me to live into the truth that is right now. I began to see how imposing my perceived one right recipe for success was getting in the way of my relationship with my son. I forgot that the most important key to his success is to have a mother who sees you and loves you for who you really are. Every two weeks, I'd find something in those readings or reflections from the group or during my quiet prayers that helped plant the seeds of letting go, acceptance, love, and relationship. One week, we read Parker Palmer's Let Your Life Speak, and Palmer writes that our task in life is to fulfill the original selfhood given to us at birth by God. I was reminded that my vocation as a parent is about trusting that my son already has the wisdom to make excellent choices for his future. My weekly practice of praying with UU prayer beads reminds me to be grateful, to pray for others, to admit my mistakes, and to ask for guidance from God. Listening to God calls me to my true self, 
and praying helps me remember that I am not in control of everything in my life. I began to integrate my learning and reflections by noticing what my son was doing right instead of wrong. I started asking him more questions instead of barking commands and to-dos at him. I began to appreciate his gifts, like the sweet way he hugs his five-year-old sister every morning, or the pleasant banter we have over breakfast about the Minnesota Twins. I now ask him more often what I can do to help. I have also told my son that I was sorry for wanting him to be a bonsai tree, <laughs> instead of letting him grow into the child of God that he is. Perhaps most importantly of all, I am asking myself, where am I turning myself into a bonsai tree? How can I begin to soften the judgment and criticisms of myself so that I judge and criticize others less often and express the true compassion and love that is in my heart? Church is a place where we can find support for doing this important soul work. We need a community where we can welcome the shame, the malice, the fears, and the dark spots. My Wellspring group was there, was where I let patience sit right beside the doubt. Growing deeper into myself as a mother, turning towards the creative and unifying power of God and community to give me the solace and strength to let go. This was my sole task this year. I continue to need the binding fellowship of this church, a community which continually calls me toward my best self and keeps asking me, where is love calling me next? Our church continues to give me the tools I need for the journey. May it be so for you as well. Amen. <laughs>